Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM and we are the best video game radio show in the world. Britain's most prepared video games radio show as well. I got here a minute ago. I got here five minutes Did ago. You? <laughs> Scant, how long have you been here? I've been sitting around the area since 5.30. Have you? Yeah. Screw you, Bob Crow. Yeah. Well done to the bike show. Good to see them back. Isn't it? Mm. I didn't listen though because um, I was running here because Why? you couldn't get a bike. Couldn't get a bike. <laughs> couldn't get a Boris bike. Thanks, Jack. But that's what happens when the bike show comes back on Resonance FM. Bikes leap in popularity <laughs> across the nation. Do you think? What do you think video game sales are doing right now? Uh, plummeting. Yeah. Actually, they're not because it's Christmas. It is so Christmas. We're about to go through the boom, aren't we? Yeah, I walked um, across Waterloo Bridge this evening. There's uh, there's a Christmas market going on. Really? Yeah. They're selling any video games? Any no. homemade video games? Pirated video games, probably. That's what really? you get from the market. Isn't really? that right, Derek? Take that back. Well, now, he knows, because he's like, you know, part of the piracy. But piece. he doesn't sell any. No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying. Well, I'm just saying that I didn't say that. Uh, Derek Williams is our free market economist. He will be coming up later on this edition of One Life Left. This is the 137th. Is it? What a milestone. What a milestone. Is it? Have you had a good week, Simon? <laughs> yeah, it's been cool. Well, uh, what about you, Anne? Yeah, I had a great week. It was my mum's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Anne's birthday, mum. mum. I made a little joke uh, to her on Facebook. Isn't it about time you were just calling her mum? But that's, it, that was that my was joke. joke. <laughs> I said, Happy birthday, mum. Oh. And she replied saying, Oh, thanks very much, uh, sunshine. Love Anne's mum. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she might as well have just underlined it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's nice. It was my birthday as well, of course. Happy birthday, Happy birthday, Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy birthday from all of our listeners. Oh, thank you. you. Thank you. No, no, thank me. Thank them. Thank you, listeners. Mm. They didn't make the effort, though, did they? They didn't, no. Did you get any cards from them? No, I didn't, no. I checked the post earlier. There wasn't anything for <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Who's, whose birthday is it next? Is it my birthday next? Yeah, your yeah. Valentine's. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, we all expect cards on Valentine's Day. Me, the most. <laughs> <laughs> um, did we ask you how your week no. was, Steve? No, you didn't. It was sleepless, because I've been washing, watching the uh, Ashes. Ashes, uh, yeah. That was a... Creditable draw, wasn't it? Like we drawed them. We drawed them so hard. Drawed all over them. Yeah. Um, it was It was brilliant. It's I really, good. really enjoyed it. I mean, in that way that you can't actually enjoy any sporting <laughs> event. QPR at the weekend. Well done. Thanks. It's been a great week of sport and birthdays and video games. <laughs> it will be. Uh, for the next hour, we are going to try and talk a bit more about video games than we have done over the last four minutes. But first, the news.
7.05 on Monday the 29th of November. I'm Anne Scantlebury and this is the news. SCE chairman Kaz Hirai could be Sony's next president. According to Bloomberg, Hirai and Sony's TV camera and chips man Hiroshi Yoshioka are both in the running to deputise for current Sony CEO Howard Stringer with a view to taking over the post in the future. Rumour has it Kaz has been wandering around singing, I just can't wait to be king. Ah, oh, that was terrible. It was such a boring news story. I was trying to get Steve's attention so he could just start the next one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good. It's is good. it? Why? Because then he can go in there and go, right, let's make everything games. How does this affect me? Everything will be about games. Okay. Well, it'll be about convergence, won't it, Simon? Yeah. We were talking about this last week, which everyone will have heard on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably listening to last week's podcast right now. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did put up the podcast about two hours before saw, the show started. I, I thought it was quite nice because people get to listen to this. It's like back-to-back episodes. Yeah, but unfortunately they, they didn't know what to write in about and they didn't send us any presents. You're welcome to do it next week. Thanks very much. Are you going to? Who, me? What? Do the podcast. I was, I was going to suggest to you that I take it over. Really? I was, yeah, absolutely, because I've had enough of this. Now, this might have <laughs> been part of your plan from the start. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, yes, uh, well, we'll see, because I'm not sure whether you're uh, <laughs> Sidekick Simon. Yes. I was thinking I might call you Sidekick Simon this right, week. Um, I've been watching Alan Partridge. Yeah, I, 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 I gathered. That makes you Alan Partridge, I guess, doesn't it? That's fine. And that makes Anne, Anthea Turner. Yeah. Good. How do you feel about that? Do you remember when I started this news section by saying, so we're going to talk about video games <laughs> a lot more, but first the news? Well, it's, that was that's weirdly just, practical, that's today's it? recruitment news, isn't it? It is, oh God. Um, why did you pick that one out as the lead news story, Because it said President, it said Sony, and it said Bloomberg. Sounds pretty important. Three, <laughs> three essential ingredients that make good news, huh? Yeah. That's it. If it had said President Nintendo and Bloomberg, would that have been... It would have been in. Would it have been ahead of the Sony one? Uh, no, I'd have done it as a, as a double header. And really? finally. And what, what about if Microsoft were involved as well? Oh, that would have definitely been... That would have been before the start of the news. <laughs> Top of the show. Minecraft's Marcus Person has admitted that having a sales counter on the game's website does make it feel like a bragging page. Having a little chat with GamesIndustry.biz Person explained that being open about things like sales and development makes you feel more genuine and probably smug. One Life Left won't be revealing our listening figures because our listeners are more than just numbers to us and also because we're scared what we might find. Might have gone up from two or three. Yeah, who knows? We, we can still name them all, can't we? Um, <laughs> so, Anne, how, uh, how many uh, copies of the Minecraft beta have had been sold? I didn't look. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard that he was regretting putting it up because it made yeah, him but, but then you just weren't interested. <laughs> but loads. How, how much is he making? How many do you think loads is? Like thousands? Yeah, maybe, maybe. if only. Like, bearing in mind that it's a game's not finished yet, Anne. Do you think thousands? Or maybe hundreds. Hundreds. Maybe tens. Really? Maybe ones. Dozens. Maybe he sold ones. Dozens of copies. And that's why you're our head of news, <laughs> yes. I guess, isn't it, for that insight. Um, he's making... Is it something... It's something ridiculous, like $400,000 a day, isn't he? Uh, I don't know. I is looked. he? Yeah. He's making a load of money. Yeah. Whoa. I would <laughs> definitely brag about that. Look at all this cash, ladies. So maybe now that you know that, like... That, that it's, it's, it's definitely something around that. So now you know that, you know how wealthy he is. Are you Wait, get... ha- hang on. How many pounds did you say? It, it, it's like $400,000 a day. It's £10 for the regular Minecraft, so that's like... Oh, that's mess up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? Dividing something by 10? If did only there was an easy way. 400000 Yeah, and you... 40000 <laughs> 
per day. Right, and so n- now that you know how wealthy he is, um, are you tempted to Google image search him? Uh, no, I don't like his surname. Harry Gums and Roses singer Axel Rose is suing Activision. The $20 million suit arose from the inclusion of former bandmate and nemesis slashing Guitar Hero 3. Mr. Rose's claim stated... Activision began spinning a web of lies and deception to conceal its true intentions to not only feature Slash and Velvet Revolver prominently, but also promote the game by emphasising and reinforcing an association between Slash and Guns N' Roses and the band's song Welcome to the Jungle. One Life Left is looking forward to this sweet court case. Oh, mine. (laughs) Can you read out um, Axel's complaint again, but do it in a really childish like. Activision began spinning a web of lies and deception to conceal its true intentions. <laughs> That's his real voice. Yeah, um, why is it taking him so long to bring this to this matter to court? Um, he has braided hair. <laughs> and it takes a long time to do in the morning, so he's only been able to write like a sentence a day. Get up, braid his hair, write a sentence. Popped out, looked at... Look, he was looking at um, Guitar Hero 3 in yeah. the shops and was... What the? Is that... Is, is that who I... No. <laughs> so, uh, kicking a franchise when it's down. Yeah. It's not doing very well at the moment, is it? Apparently not. Million. None of those games are. How many? D- I think it sold, the last version sold 300,000 or something. Did it? That's still quite a lot, isn't it? Well, not in the, not in Bobby Kotick's. Bobby, Bobby <laughs> Booby Kotick world. <laughs> Booby Kotick, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe they'll learn from this and not pump a version out every year. Obviously, it was fine when I was working on it. But mm. yeah. Any any link there? What, the fact that I no longer work on it and it's not selling as well? Mm. You, you draw your own conclusions, you listeners. Did, you didn't work on uh, Blur either, did you? I didn't. What else didn't you work on? Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> In a world of war, famine and political unrest, Bioware co-founder Ray Mazuka has put his finger on the real issue. There are too many games and not enough time to play them. Speaking to Develop, he claimed that three hours play a night was not enough to play all his games, his competitors' games and other games for fun. Don't worry, Ray, we'll have a word and get these releases down to fit in with your schedule. We will not stand for this injustice. Sound angry. True story, we aren't. Really? Yeah, we're going to stop all the What games. are we going to do about we're it? We're going to stop them. How? We're going to have a strike. Are we? Yeah. And we're going to sit in. <laughs> yeah. It's all the rage at the moment, isn't it? Um, so his complaint is that he, c- he doesn't have time to play everybody else's games. His games, everyone else's games. Right. S- says the man whose games typically last about 80 hours. That's the problem. Games are oh, too long. Too long. This, it's not that the, there are too many of them. It's that every single game is too long. Just play the demo. Every single game is too every long. Every game, without exception. That's not true. There are exceptions to every rule. Are there? Are there eight hours. Eight hours is too what? long. No, it's not. It's too long. It's fine. It's definitely too long. It's I not. Like you wouldn't minutes. watch. Well, you would watch a movie. That, do you like Lord of the Rings? Yes. Right. Oh. So you would watch a movie. That's not long enough. How long, Scott Pilgrim? Uh, one hour forty-four minutes. Too long. If it was one hour thirty, that'd be a good length of time. I don't actually know how long it is. So I have watched it three times. <laughs> that's too long. <laughs> so you're trying to make it as long as Lord of I the am, Rings. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the extended version. It's, it's too long. Eight hours is too long for a video game. It's not. It's, it is. Of course, it is. No, I, I think. Um, I think Enslaved was about eight hours. Heavy too Rain long. was about eight hours. Too I finished long. them both. Batman was. Eight, eight, nine hours. But wouldn't you rather have all of that experience compressed into? T- if, if in a weird world. Uh, of brilliance, video games were allowed to be two hours long. You know, if that wasn't something that people got Still annoyed about. Quite long. <laughs> yeah, quite. 
But if they're allowed to be two hours long, no one's going to complain about that. And you've got all of that brilliance from Heavy Rain or all of that brilliance from Enslaved in two hours. Then you could play four different things, have four different experiences in that length of time, rather yeah. than watching Scott Pilgrim three times. Um, yeah, but if every game was two hours long, you wouldn't get past the tutorial, would you? Well, you wouldn't have that sort of tutorial. What, we didn't instantly easier. know how to play a game? Make them easier. Maybe. Why, why do you need a tutorial well, in an I, FPS these days? They're all I, the same. I completely agree with that, actually. Okay. Right. <laughs> that's that's, that's, that's well done, you. Um, SingStar Take That can be three minutes long if you want it to be. Or it can be eight hours. Or, or it, it can, can be, be a thousand hours. Yeah, exactly. That's how games should be. They should be replayable, but short, like Scott Pilgrim. If you like something so much, you can revisit it. Yeah, I completely agree, but then that would uh, require such a fundamental shift in the development process and financing of all video games that um, it's, it's unlikely to happen. Let's just have a sit-in. Finally, ageing movie man Billy Bob Thornton reckons games are responsible for all the rubbish films being produced. In an interview with The Telegraph, BBT grumbled about films being geared towards the video game playing generation because video games are just people killing for fun. Of course, he thinks films are much better because traditionally there's always been some kind of lesson in violent movies. Billy Bob was of course married to Lara Croft and starred in the lesson-heavy Love Actually. And that's all we're saying about that. <laughs> you got in there, Anne, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. My friend went round to uh, Billy Bob Thornton's house. No. And it was a big gothic mansion. And it was all a bit creepy in that sort of Scooby-Doo walking around the place sort of thing. Right. And um, they walked past a parrot. (laughs) And for a brief second they thought, what if that is Billy Bob Thornton? (laughs) What if somehow he's a shape... Turns out it wasn't. Right. Let's hear a little more about your friend. No. (laughs) Seems deliberately ambiguous, this story, Steve. Was it you? Did Billy Bob Thornton invite you round to his house? He lured you in with sweets and parrots. (laughs) Did he? And you went, oh, yeah. Parrots are a very attractive bird. Right. Nice plumage. Right, and that's why you wished a parrot was Billy Bob Thornton and not the crinkly old man whose whose house you were in. Who hasn't been in someone's house one night, one lonely (laughs) night, looked at a parrot and gone, if only that parrot... Were Billy Bob Thornton? Uh, I don't think I have. He used to have a vial around his neck, didn't he, with Angelina Jolie's blood? Just one drop. Just one drop. Just one drop. Yeah. Is that okay? Is that acceptable? Well, they were like, "It's only one drop." I think it's not fine. Really? It's weird. (laughs) (laughs) But if uh, if it came to it, he could clone her. So why does he? uh, Why is he blaming video games for movies? Uh, Because uh, uh, video games are violent and just about killing for just killing. Right, were um, video games not violent before Space Invaders? Uh, was he around then? <laughs> what video games does he know? Like, he talked in the interview, he was like, I keep going on at my son about these video games that are so violent. So it's a yeah. man who used to carry blood around in a vial. And he has a parrot. <laughs> he has a parrot disguised as him. One life left, video game news, with Anne Scantleberry.
You're listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. Maybe you're listening on the podcast. When? Who knows? Who knows, frankly? Um, But hopefully soon. And it doesn't really matter, because if you are listening, then you've got it already and you're not worrying about when you're going to get it, right? I guess. So it's fine. This song is... Well, it starts with an expletive, so I can't read that bit out. F Science, I Want to Believe by PK. And it's awesome. Uh, You can find that and many more brilliant songs on 8bitcollective.org, abc.org. It is. It is cool, but so is... um, Music. So is Faith. Uh, What? Faith's Faith's cool now. Everyone's got it. Look at Scientology. All the hip people are part of that. Tom Cruise. He's cool, right? Uh, John Travolta. He's cool. Peaches Geldof. She's Scientology. Yeah, discovered that during uh, Fern Meats. Peaches Geldof. Really? Yeah. Have you been watching those? Uh, yeah. Because I kept seeing Fern meets Beth Ditto. I keep seeing Fern it's meets Peaches Geldof. It's very strange. She's weird. Which one? Both. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Beth Ditto runs into Fern Cotton. Is that a program? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're listening to uh, One Life Left Britain's most prepared uh, video games radio show. Um, it's good that when that song was on, we had a minute to go, and uh, we're like, right, okay, so what should we talk about next? And then everybody got distracted by an Apple uh, by an old Apple Mac lead. <laughs> and I thought, what? Like, yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty. Yep. But... But it's okay, because then Anna and I focused on professionalism for a second, <laughs> snapped into the zone... <laughs> Put up right. the mics and talked about Peaches Geldof and Fern Cotton for a while, while you did the uh, donkey work. <laughs> That's right, as usual. Um, did you buy Gran Turismo 5 this week, anybody? No. I rushed right out. <laughs> right, and... Didn't, didn't buy it. I, I can't imagine anything worse than playing that game. I've seen a lot of people on Twitter saying that they are enjoying it. Almost in a slightly apologetic way, like in a... Yeah, I know this is rubbish, but I'm really enjoying it. I know it's terrible and flawed and boring, and I know you have to work for hours to get a pleasurable car, and I know you think that maybe I should just quit and play the new Need for Speed, which is meant to be brilliant, which is just fun from the off, but actually I really enjoy grinding through this game, which appears, even after five years in development, to have been released two years before it should have been. Yeah, uh, that's exactly what um, I thought, but I didn't go and get it. I, I, I can't remember the last Gran Turismo I played, actually, but I do remember it being um, pretty tedious. So, I've not played one since I used to work at Edge, and um, I was going on about how car games, didn't like them very much, uh, and how I would give Gran Turismo, the one that got 10 out of 10 in Edge, how I would give it 0 out of 10. Oh, that's unlike you and I haven't even played it. And I was saying this, and Zhao, the editor at the time, said, right, your education begins here. Uh, and he made me play it for a while. I uh, didn't like it. And then he taught me how to use gears. Right. <laughs> you don't drive in real life, though, didn't do you? Didn't like that either. <laughs> no, don't drive. So uh, that went into charts number one this week, Anne. Whoa. Yeah, but it's more popular than Cobblops. Cobblops? Oh, Cobblops dropped. I know, it's sad. Oh, apparently, apparently, you're not allowed to call Cobblops Cobblops <laughs> anymore. Who said, who said this? Apparently, this is a edict. Booby Kotick said Booby Kotick. <laughs> no, apparently, apparently a f- I don't know. I heard a source told me that Microsoft employees are not allowed to call it blobs. No. In official Thank communications. Thank goodness we're not employed by Microsoft. Codblobs. Yeah. What, what are Sony allowed to call it? 
they can call it whatever they, they like. What they want. So yeah, uh, that enters. That starts December at the top of the charts. Um, and for the last oh. few years, they've been doing some sort of book on um, what game will top the charts. Not, not mm. like a. Oh, they're writing a novel. No, like gambling, like yeah, romantic like... fiction. <laughs> it's a Mills and Boone type thing. Exactly. Codblock's cuddling up to GT Five. <laughs> Um, so, do you know what the favourite is? Um, wait. No. <laughs> no, is it SingStar Take That and Robbie Williams? No. Back for good. <laughs> Should release It's not, it. no. What is it? Current favourite is, uh, Cobblops. Really? Yeah. How? I don't know. Well, well, I guess the theory is that, uh, the GT fans have been waiting for so long, they've all gone out and bought it this week. Yeah, week one, week one. Um, Spikes and then slips away because everyone goes, think about the long tail. Mm. I don't know what that means. means I hear people say it sometimes. Yeah. Monetizing the tail. Yeah, I think Dogs. I think second is uh, FIFA. Oh, that makes sense. Does it? FIFA. Yeah. Does it? It's but but it's it's not top of the charts at the moment. No, but it'll be a good Christmas present. Good stocking filler. It is the stocking thing. What sort of stockings do you have? <laughs> FIFA shaped stockings. <laughs> Fifty quid a time in your stockings. Listeners, pay attention (laughs) for the Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, um, I yeah no, but I get it because it's the sort of present you can buy. You everyone's heard of FIFA. Yeah, people will sort of default to that. I think as a as a video game present. Just Dance Two. Is it Electric Boogaloo? (laughs) It's not. Is the Michael Jackson one out? It is out, yeah. It's doing okay, actually. Mm. I think... I say okay. I mean, obviously, it's a despicable piece of software, but... Rest in oh, peace. Obviously. What do you mean, obviously? Why, why is it a despicable piece of software? But it was, it was hardly, hardly going to be a piece of high art, was it? Sorry, do... Oh, here we go. Do all, <laughs> do all video games have to be high art now? No, they don't, but they also don't have to be um, a quick cash-in on a dead musician, do it's they? It's not that quick. He died... Rest in peace. Yeah, but you know, it, it takes 18 months to do this sort of thing, doesn't it? They no, started work. Knock it out in five if you want. Well, certainly. Give, right, yeah. give me the right amount of money. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, you can, you, it doesn't take that long. And um, what sort of game would you make that was a, a tribute to him, a fitting tribute? Don't you answer that. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Eco. Right. Yeah, him, that, that'd him, be nice. Um, he, he would have Michael that. Jackson holding hands with Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, running oh, through. Guiding, oh. Yeah, guiding. That sounds like the the movie. Sounds like Moonwalker a bit. Yeah. Uh, was Macaulay Culkin in? Oh, maybe he wasn't. Oh, but I'm so old. Mm. But the, no, I, I I think it's a fitting game. It's it's the sort of thing that all. Uh, have, have you played it? No. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> so you think it's a fitting tri- tribute? Hmm. That's an interesting question because you have to because for that I have to say what I think a fitting tribute to him would be. Do go on, and also which I'm not going to do. And also, no, I think it's it's the right game to make for. But apparently, it also doesn't have many. It doesn't have like his greatest hits in it, does it? It it doesn't have beat it in it. Really? Yeah. Sounds rubbish. Exactly. I've no idea. I I know very little about it apart from the fact that you know it made when I saw a screenshot of it and it looks like Just Dance. I thought that makes perfect sense. Doesn't work. And Just Dance, you know, famously has been was hammered by games journalists, but you know everyone who's bought it is having a good time with it. You and Gary didn't like like Michael Jackson experience. Really? Mm. Really. So did they like Just Dance, the original? They didn't review it. Like no one covered Just Dance before it came out. Quite. So. Uh, we should put our money on the line. Okay. Here, what are you going to go for, for Christmas number one? Anne. FIFA. Are you? Yeah, FIFA. Okay, Stephen. Mm. 
cod blobs. Oh, oh. I might, do I have to pick a different one? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, I've already gone for cod blobs, but I'm not going to go for Just Dance 2 then. Right. So I think it's, wow. it's a good, good bet. Should we put our money on and give it to Movember? <laughs> <sighs> Can't say that either. Okay, <laughs> okay this it's time for Derek. It's always good to hear game developers bickering, isn't it? Especially when it comes to the all-important lightsaber emulation issue, which is clearly the most important thing when it comes to connect and move. The Sony guy was being very snotty about Kinect, suggesting the demo of lightsaber usage was scripted. He also said that Sony didn't do a Kinect thing because they thought it was rubbish. Just like the iToy was, presumably. I'm sure it was just easier for them to copy the Wii anyway. I do hope they include this major selling point on the box of Move in the future. I don't know if they have any bullet points on the box as it is, but I'm sure it will encourage my customers to make a purchase if they include Can Do Lightsabers Properly. Of course, the Wii has been able to do that sort of thing for a while, which I'm sure is why it has sold so well. I dare say most of the Wiis now are gathering dust in an understairs cupboard or something, but hey, the money's been made. I wonder what other things PlayStation Move can do that's like a Wii. Maybe it can do that whole initially appearing quite fun, but only to quickly become boring and far too much effort, so again it finds a place in the understairs cupboard. Yes, that's it. I'm sure it can do dust gathering just the same. It'll look even better with the controllers being black. Which is undoubtedly why Nintendo released a black Wii. Anyway, I'm sure Sony will remove the compatibility with Move in a few months anyway. I'm Derek Williams, and I would have included some lightsabers in this free market economy, but George Lucas would probably sue me or something. So, uh, Derek, you're not even allowed to say lightsabers without getting us into trouble, is he? Thanks, Derek. Should have bleeped it out. <laughs> that was a callback. That was a callback. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, we had uh, lots of letters this week. Thank you for uh, doing that, even though I failed to put the podcast up. Although, you can listen to episode uh, 136 of One Life Left now. It's on your iTunes feeds. Um, our first letter is actually from Derek Williams. Oh, thanks, Derek. Double installation. He says, hello, team. Um, it's good of you to keep doing all that stuff around my free market economy. It's nice for people to have a good build-up to it and then some time for a come-down afterwards. Keep up the good work there. Anyway, I thought you might like to announce that from the... A se- come-down afterwards? That's all the show is. A come-down. After the euphoria. Derek. Mr. Williams. Derek Williams just lost five minutes off his Christmas party set. Bang. <laughs> <laughs> Any more, Derek? Any more well, comments? Well, maybe you want to hear the rest of this letter. Anyway, I thought you might like to announce that from December the 1st, the One Life Left Presents Music to Play Games by CD will be reduced just to 99 making it even more of an essential Christmas present. Um, no one has an excuse for not buying one now. Even if you've already bought one, it makes an ideal choice for a Christmas gift. Stock is limited, he lies. So everyone should hurry while it lasts. So I was surprised to see this. Um, so uh, if you're a reasonably newish listener, you might not know that we put a CD out a couple of years ago uh, called Music to Play Games By. It was Ace. 
Still is. Still is ace. Um, it appears Derek still has some stock of, of our CD, and he's, he's now playing with the pricing. <laughs> Getting now before the VAT rises, huh? <laughs> Do we get any of this money? It's all, it's all, you know, in a bank account. Who knows in what, what country uh, Derek's stashing it. Um, the I idiot, assume he's just buying as a big cake or something. I would have thought, yeah, I would hope so. Um, the idiot doesn't tell you how you can buy it, so... So you can find it on Amazon. Uh, if you go to Amazon and search for... You know the mics can pick up that. Yeah, I know. That's why I do it. Okay. <laughs> if you go to Amazon and search for One Life Left or Music to Play Games by, you can find our CD there. It's two you'll find some Do You Inverts on there, some Project Echo, uh, some brilliant chip tunes, and Derek's on there as well. Or you can torrent it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you probably can't. How, how many CDs do you think there are? I don't know. You shouldn't torrent it. Of course you shouldn't torrent it. I'm joking. Every penny goes to Movember. <laughs> <laughs> You're joking about that too. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. And you are. Oh, uh, dear One Life Left, in response to today's recent Twitter request for letters, here's an email. Thank you for your tireless work on bringing the best gaming to public attention. I'm blaming you solely for my current addiction to chip tunes. It, uh, I was greatly impressed to hear your last show was broadcast from atop a 13-foot uh, tall stompy robot. It's good to see you redouble your efforts to win back that award. I'll explain in a second. The faint sound of, cr- of cracking tarmac and the screams of unsuspecting members of the public certainly added to the grandeur of proceedings. However, I do hope Steve recovers after he caught that stray bullet from a military helicopter. Um, so this is uh, with regards to... I don't know which one of you put it up saying just guess the content of the show because it's not up uh, yet. Uh, so I that's see. guessing the content of the right. show. Um, there's a clue in who put it up there, isn't there? Because when did it go up? Immediately afterwards. No, it went up to... Were you not listening to the start yeah. of the show? No, but it went up immediately after that post. I don't know what you're talking... Shut are, up. Sorry, are you confused by how Shut the up. internet... <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Also, knowing the team's love of karaoke, can I suggest a new OLL feature, One Liberato Left, in which the team tried to write an opera about their favourite video game series? Well, that is interesting, isn't it? Oh, that would be good. Today... Yeah. I bought the Lucky Voice karaoke set. <gasps> Did you? Whoa. Which which means at the Christmas party we'll be able to plug that in and do karaoke. This is going to be amazing. So that is half of what we have put on our Christmas party invites. Steve, Steve. Cosplay karaoke. Steve, make sure it's got an Earth song on there. Really? Oh, Definitely doing Earth yes. song. What, what are you going to wear Will you do it? You've got to dress as a video game character. Michael Jackson's in video exactly. games. Exactly. There we go. So there we go. Uh, that was from Peter Birkinshaw. Cheers, Peter Birkinshaw. Okay, uh, this is from Davy B, and it says, Dear One Life Left team, you keep asking for party invites, but seemed quick to reject the few offers you already had. Mail. <laughs> it's very <I> simple. <laughs> I was curious to ask whether you were interested in Capcom's Christmas party being held at the Langley a week on Saturday. It's a lot nearer than American. If you guys can wa- wrangle free copies of games I'm sure you can acquire some tickets with great ease regards Davy B so, invitation sorry. that's just a challenge yeah it also sounds full of blokes I don't know Leo Tan will be there will he handsome man he's a handsome man as our, uh, as our readers uh, know uh, this was a strange one this is from Adrian Johnson readers who's transcribing actually Derek did used to do that didn't he <laughs> didn't he <laughs> On the One Life Left Wikipedia. Um, Adrian Johnson writes, uh, my best, and then it's an X and two hyphens and then a closed bracket. He says, hello, I purchased p- promotional products from a business company, W-O-W-E-L-E dot com. 
When I received and opened it, loving too much, very happy to share with you the company. I believe you will also like it. Um, and it's got a dollar sign, two hyphens, and a close brackets. Thanks very much for sharing that with us, Adrian Johnson. Um, he's Morpheus 0072K at gmail.com. Um, so, uh, yeah, thank you. If you um, want to spam us. <laughs> team at onelocom <laughs> um, Hi, team. Uh, I just wanted to email you thanking you for all the excellent chip tunes you play on your show. I recently did a video game centric DJ session for video game me- uh, for a video game media here in Norway. We did that two years ago, and I played tunes from your great CD now two ninety nine on Amazon, <laughs> along with several songs I've picked up from Eight Bit Collective after hearing them on your show. Big success! See, once published an MP3 of a delightful DJ set he had done on your website as some sort of Christmas gift. Any chance of a new mix for Christmas this year? Keep up with the work. Best regards from one of your two that I know of listeners from Norway, John C. Come on, Norway. It is likely we will be putting up a Christmas gift this year, but it is not likely it will be a chiptune mix. However, I might put some music up there uh, later. I don't know. Uh, but there will oh, be something. Exciting, there will it? be a Christmas gift for subscribers to our RSS feed and iTunes feed. And so if you're not subscribed... Subscribe now. When yeah, you unwrap it, you won't know what's in it. Is it going to be music? What else? That's, what else could that's it right. Be? Christmas morning. Run to the internet and yeah. go. Has Steve been? <laughs> <laughs> Turns out it'll be a week later. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, hello, team. This is from Ben Hall. Hi. Oh, hi. Regular contributor Ben Hall, uh, who, by the way, offered to help me put up the podcast. Did he? Yeah. Wow. Mm. So I got to pick between him and you. Pick him. <laughs> Simple. <laughs> hello, team. Although I've not played any computer games this weekend, I still feel like I've had my gaming fix. Firstly, my drive to walk this morning, drive to work this morning, was enlivened by it being a slippy, slidey ice world. We're in the big freeze in Britain at the moment, oh, aren't we? Oh, it's so cold. Which meant I skidded around the road at a massive 20 miles per hour. Also, on Saturday, we went to Ikea, and the massive queue of people following me around the maze-like uh, layout reminded me of Pac-Man Championship Edition DX. Also, I was eating meatballs as though they were pills, (laughs) except they weren't on the floor, according to the recent health and safety Uh, checks. Doesn't count, doesn't count. Get your meatballs off the floor next time, Ben. (laughs) And and on the Sunday, we went to the park and did some going around, which was so similar to many video games that have come out recently. What have you done in real life recently that reminds you of computer games? By the way, Steve, moving some boxes to the music of Philip Glass around against a time limit doesn't count. Uh, Thanks, Ben. What have we done similar to playing video games? This week. Hmm. <sighs> Let's riff on that later. Okay. I'm going to leave this letter. Where's visible? In front of yeah, exactly. Where, where, where you're holding there. it now. I'm going to leave that letter there, and later on we're going to riff off that. Okay. Like, like Psychic Simon. <laughs> okay. Okay, is that it for letters? That is okay, it. If thank you, you ever so much yeah, for your thank you so letters. Much. Um, we do not have a show next week, so that gives everyone two weeks. Two weeks. To get their uh, contributions in for our Christmas show. Is it our Christmas show, or do we have one after No, that? no, that's it. This is the Christmas show, that We've one. got one more show this year. One show left. One show oh, left. let's make year. it count. So you've got one one more chance to get your letter on One Life Left. If you want to do that, email... Team at onelifeleft.com. You can also tweet at us. Our Twitter uh, account is... At One Life Left. Um, and, yeah, you can... Sweden's doing that. Uh, we were just complimented. Well, I say we. I was complimented for some excellent chip tune music. You were. Here's some more.
Listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. This is another brilliant chip tune. This is called A Rainbow in a Snowy Night, and it's by Ultra Sid. We played another one of his songs last week. I like this. I like this. I also like the fact that we've been tweeted. Have we? We have one live listener. One live listener. One live listener left. Um, so this is from Lee Alexander um, at Steers here and at One Life Left. Peaches Geld off. Oh, your phone's gone. I can't read it. It's gone black. <laughs> it's all uh, gone black. Hold on. Is this part of her tweet? Yeah. No. Uh, Peaches Geld off Bizarre Scientology interview with Fern where she needs a nap midway. It's true. It's on YouTube. I haven't seen that. What happens? Um, so she, Peaches Geld off is so weird. She just talks about Scientology like really weirdly and keeps needing to go for like a little sleep. It's very wearing though, isn't it? It's very wearing. Um, but in a way, convenient that Lee tweeted at us because that gives us an excuse to talk about something. We're coming to get you, Lee. <laughs> Aren't we? Well, yeah. I'm going to be wearing a box. <laughs> You're padding up. I should explain what a box is. No, let's not. It would be more fun. <laughs> it'll, oh, be, it'll, be, it'll be more surprising. I thought you meant like a, a real box. Like your Metal Gear Solid gag. Yeah. No, not that box. You could do a cricketing box. Oh, yeah, that's a be, joke there to be made. No, let's it? tell them that. Let's tell the Americans that, that <laughs> yeah. about the box. Everybody wears a box. Yeah. yeah. Um, Silly Americans. So, come GDC next year, the end of February. End of Feb. We're taking part in the inaugural <laughs> GDC Challenge match, aren't we? We are. It's been. Has it been organised by you? Organised by me and Lee. Right. She's in charge of the rest of the world, the colonial. Oh, it's team. the rest of the world, is it? Well, than American. It's, no, it's it's England. Right. Against everyone else. Exactly. And they can have as many players as they want. No? No, it's, you know, cricket okay. rules. Uh, they can have 11. She's selecting their team at the moment. Right. Only got one player so far. You do? They have. Oh, they have who? Brandon Boyer. <laughs> I thought he was a friend of ours. He's a friend, but he's American. He can't play. Uh, right. sad, we've, got, we've got a few. We do have a few, haven't we? So what version of... Actually, the- I think they've got two. I think someone tweeted out and said, I worked on the, um, worked on the Ashes cricket game. But yeah, good. that's cheating. Actually, he sounds like a ringer to me. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, so what version of the, of the game are we playing? Well, that's we, we haven't worked out because we're only going to have a limited time. I'd rather play a five day test match. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Three sessions a day, getting yeah. wearing. Yeah. Uh, but I think we're going to have to play a very very short form. Uh, we'll probably come up with the rules a bit closer to to, to the time. Okay. Who's on your team? Um, on on our team. Yeah. Well, so far, Simon and I. Hello, with my friends. I tell you who we do have on our team. Who? Paulina Bozak. Yeah. We're coming to get you, Americans. Mark Ward's in. Really? Mark Ward. He's he's been on on Life Life before. Yeah, friend of the show. Uh, Obviously, uh, Paulina said she's going to design our uniforms for us. That's exciting. We're going to have a uniform. (laughs) Is that right? A sexy one piece. Cool. And um, do the Americans know the rules of cricket yet or not? No. Excellent. They don't know. (laughs) You have to wear a box. You do have to wear a box. I've been talking Lee through the basics. Right. Frankly... I think we're on a. <laughs> I do. I mean, she's she's picking up pretty fast, but I've you know 
It's, it's only three three months until we play. Yeah, it's not our responsibility to educate that lot, is it? Um, no, no, it's no. not. I was doing this because obviously a big part of cricket is the spirit as much as anything else. So yeah. I was doing this out of the kindness of my heart. Stop. But at any moment, I could, I'm not obliged to do no, it. This is the fiercest rivalry in gaming cricket, isn't it? <laughs> it is. This, this it goes is. back all the way to 2011. And in that, you know, to that, obviously the Ashes is, is the fiercest rivalry in cricket and in the ashes they compete over the ashes so what, what which, is, which was there to sim- yeah. symbolize the the, uh, the, the death of english cricket yeah. burn burn when australia burn simon's box so what should we be what should we what should we burn well you could uh, you could burn have a copy a... of the ashes <laughs> <laughs> oh how postmodern that's brilliant yeah. <laughs> that's brilliant that's good so if codemasters are listening <laughs> we're going to burn your games <laughs> and you want to could you send well, it first? Yeah. <laughs> Please send us a copy of one of your games and we'll burn it and then from forevermore. Forevermore. For, forever. We're going to compete over, over a it. copy of The Ashes. <laughs> Time for Craig the Rage. The 8.17 to Orpington is delayed by eight minutes. Enter level one of Grand Theft Auto Commuter Geddon. The train arrives. Strangers jostle for position to gain access to the vessel that will cater to jobs they hate and resent. You allow your body to go limp and be carried by the tide. Onto the carriage, where strangers now nestle nose to armpit, hands by their sides. A thousand pounds of H&M work gear in just six square feet of space. Enter level two. To quell the rising panic, you allow your eyes to rest on a woman who is quite attractive. You imagine kissing the quite attractive woman. You imagine that it would be nice. You wonder what her likes and dislikes in bed are. You wonder what experiences over the course of her life moulded her bedroom likes and dislikes, which causes you to imagine her as a child, and worse still, as a human being with a past and a future. A human being who is sharing this present with you, hot and uncomfortable in a train carriage, the air damp with body smells and mediocrity. She's sharing this present with you more vividly than she could possibly imagine, being mentally undressed and then redressed, as she absentmindedly scans the entertainment pages of the Monday, November 15th edition of the Metro newspaper, wondering if her failure to read the spice section devoted to news from the world of Bollywood makes her racist. Sitting to your left is a girl reading a text message and crying. Everyone in the carriage doesn't look. Eyes fixed on a safety notice above the doors, you form a mental picture to accompany the hiccupy, diaphragmatic soundtrack of her sobs and the glutinous swallows of lacrimal mucus in between. Off the train and into the station, enter level three. You're standing on the escalator. The escalator is ferrying you towards your workplace and your destiny. You look down between the cracks and catch glimpses of the gears working underneath and experience the momentary but entirely bodily yearning for the steps to give way and for the motors and metal teeth down there to turn you into mints. This would represent completion of Grand Theft Auto Commuter Geddon. It's time for One Life Left's highly valued by consumers review section. Is it now? I've been playing quite a lot this this week. Well, well tell us what. <laughs> what? And then tell us about that it. Way, yeah, and then give it a score. Are all schools considered part of Metacritic yet? Um, How can we make that happen? I'll, I'll ask John Davison. Okay. 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 Make, make that happen. Yes. I, I was his best man. Right. And well, he was mine. Both marriages failed. 
But still. Let's make Metacritic fair as well. Okay. <laughs> um, so thanks, Connect, uh, for making me turn my Xbox on and reminding me I had a lot of credits left. So, sorry, credits, points. Um, so I bought uh, Trials HD, finally. That was reduced, wasn't it? To 400 week? points. Mm. That's like a penny. Is it's it? It's not. It's like a few pennies. It's like a couple of pounds. I think it's about a fiver, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, so late to the party, late to the bike party. But yeah, it's really. I, I was really, really, really enjoying it until I got to, um, I think, hard level, and now I can't do it. It's, it, I've literally stopped being able to do it. I, I like it. It's, That's good. It's good. It's enjoyable. I prefer Joe Danger. Interesting. Mm. Um, is this your review section? No, we're just having a dialogue. I'm not reviewing Joe Danger. Okay. Well, don't try and influence me. I'm going to. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm setting what I'm going to score it. Though Joe Danger did release a monkey this week. Did you it? Download a monkey for their game. Who was telling me that they bought a penguin as an as a as a Xbox Live accessory? I don't understand this. Why are you buying monkeys and penguins? Miles said he bought something, didn't he? A monkey. No, it was, no, it was a friend of mine. A Miles bought a monkey. Did he? Matthew Stevens. That's who it was. I don't know who Matthew Stevens. Yeah, it's is. a friend of mine. Isn't he a snooker player? And a snooker player. No, I think there are. Um, I think maybe we should play snooker at GDC. No, just one sport for now. If anyone listening wants to be in our GDC team, GDC cricket team, please email in. If you want to be in Lee's GDC cricket team, speak to her. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bother if I were you. Yeah, see you in tears. <laughs> Sorry, um, son. You're no, G- yeah, Charles HD. I, everyone's played it. It was good. It just got too hard for me. Um, seven out of ten. And I also bought um, Explosion Man. Right, I've played that. I, could, like because I was browsing um, Xbox Live and it was about 140 points, which I think wow, is. That's I think that was them tiny. paying me money. Yeah. How is that possible? I'm... I don't know. I mean, I actually thought it was Ed Fear's game, but that's called Explode and Mon, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I thought, blimey, this is up early. Ed Fear's game's up early, and it's 140 points. That's a missed price, but I'll buy it now. <laughs> Sorry that you're only getting 140 points of mine, but um, yeah, and uh, yeah, it was it was quite good. Uh, you play a man who's apparently radioactive and blows things up. And you have to go around killing all the evil scientists and um, doing. Well, the gimmick is you you move by blowing Exploding. yourself up. Yeah, it was so, good. Yeah, it's good fun. Good seven out of ten. Two games, Dan. Oh wow! Beat that. Uh, so I've been playing Jumpers for Goalposts, which is a free online game by Mousebreaker, and it's a bit like a lo-fi. Hang on a minute. Who? What? Where did you get this from? You've gone all stee. No, I haven't. Right? Does it involve ASCII characters? No. no. What are they? Well, that's the sort of games that Steve plays. But no. no, it's just. How did you hear about this? Just on the internet. It's isn't not it? true because it's a football game. A man has told you, hasn't it? <laughs> a man has told you. <laughs> this is true, isn't it? Yes. Right. What man told you to play it? What man are you trying to impress now? My boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> the sound of two listeners' hearts breaking. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? Yeah. Anyway, it's like a cross between... How long has this been going on? <laughs> well, a little while. Uh, a cross between Football Manager... Why do I waste my time every week? Shut up, Simon! I'm reviewing! Review Maybe your this boyfriend is why her mum... Yeah, I'll so, see. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it's a, like a cross between Championship Manager and FIFA. Are these your words or his, just so we know? My words. <laughs> um, but with an extra added bit of socialising in what it. What is Championship Manager? Yeah. Uh, it's a football management sim. What are you doing? Oh that? no! Wait, a football manager. Yeah, right. it, it is important not to get the two confused. 
Why? Because one of them is vastly better than the other one. <laughs> Which one? Championship manager's better. Oh! oh! Wait, is it? Wait, is it? Oh! oh! Boom! <laughs> the sound of Miles Jacobson's heart breaking. No, I missed that one! <laughs> oh, oh, no. Miles. Miles, we're so sorry. Miles. What have I done? really good <laughs> <laughs> anyway you get to get a girlfriend um, and you have to play matches so you can get money um, and you get points from your manager and then if you have enough money you can buy a car and you can only get a girlfriend once you've got a car obviously obviously it, 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 it isn't fiction is it no. I can't drive no so that's why you're exactly. single Oh, Listeners, really? apart from in Gran Turismo, where I've got loads of girlfriends, <laughs> exactly. but it took me ages and it was boring. Hey, Alvin, I got an e- is it, this a f- I got an email about the beta version of this. Did I? I don't know. Did you? Did your boyfriend spam me? Because <laughs> mm. I, I looked at the YouTube video oh. and you go and get a girlfriend in it. Yeah, yeah. So you go to a nightclub and you can pick up a girlfriend, and then um, I kept going to the nightclub and it said only ugly girls are interested in me tonight. <sighs> Really furious. Were you using your boyfriend's account? No, it's mine. No! <laughs> <laughs> <Bam>. <laughs> um, anyway, this really bugged me. It kept saying, because I put my name in as Anne S, and it kept saying, Anne S, Mr. Goal. Oh, what a great opportunity for him. Oh, my girl. You should take a mark off for that. Yeah, yeah I do. will. In which case, I'm giving it 7 out of 10. And oh. also, I'm giving myself 7 out of 10 for this worst review I've ever done. <laughs> I thought it was really good. I actually played it and everything. Ah, uh, well. <sighs> you live and learn, don't you, Yeah, Aaron? just don't play football. Steve. Still playing that hack. Sorry. If you reviewed Enslave for three weeks... Uh, I think it's fine. I'm playing NetHack, which is the ASCII character dungeon crawler, uh, and it's still absolutely absorbing. I think video games generally could learn a lot from it, and and my score for it hasn't changed. Right, hang on a minute, though. How long have you been playing it for? I've been playing it for three weeks. Yeah. Well, eight hours. Too long, is it? Three weeks. No, as Anne and I said, I think a game should be two hours with the option to play (laughs) it for more. (laughs) You can play SingStar Take That for two hours, but you can also play it for a thousand. Yeah. And it's... (laughs) The same is true with NetHack. A game in NetHack will take yep. you two hours or less. And agreeing with Red Eye. <laughs> <laughs> That's Aren't our review section. Um, thank you very much for tolerating it. We're going to have some more music now.
You're listening to One Life Left, Britain's favourite video games radio show. And that was, and continues to be, and will continue to be, She Will Be Remembered by Danimal Cannon. Will she? I wonder wonder who that's written about then. Mm. Princess Peach. Mm, Princess Diana. (laughs) Is that an appropriate joke, Anne? It is topical. What, because she's still dead? (laughs) Much like Michael Jackson. Topical. Still dead. (laughs) Did you see uh, how I'm going to be celebrating the royal wedding? Yeah. I'll be celebrating it with you. Hmm? You're coming, are you? I am coming, of course I am. I was was second to accept. Brilliant. Drinking in a park (laughs) at the Diana Memorial. (laughs) (laughs) That's what she would have wanted. Yeah, on the, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be an amazing day. It's going to be an amazing day, and another amazing day is going to come up on the eighteenth of December. Eighteenth, yes, Saturday, eighteenth of December. The Blue Posts, comma Rupert Street, comma London, comma the comma world, England, the world, the universe. Hod Blue Posts. It's the One Life Left Christmas party, uh, and we have some very very special guests. Derek Williams is going to be doing a set, although it's five minutes shorter than it was at the start of this episode. And he was going to do six minutes, was he? Yeah. So the very, very, very brief set. Um, Who else? Well, can't talk about... How we should. No, probably can't. We have a couple of people who we will put on the Twitter when it's absolutely confirmed, but we have a couple of other contributors who are going to come down and do stuff for us. You've still got to ask Rebecca Mays. Oh yeah, she's given up um, singing, hasn't she? This week? No, she's given up the escapist. She's still singing. Oh, okay. So she better not sing her song because that is mine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, Rebecca Mays would definitely do that. <laughs> if someone could tell her that and get her there, that, that would be, be good. Yeah, that would That'd be, be handy. Um, we will have cosplay karaoke. Cosblops. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't worked out how that's going to work yet, but we will have karaoke and we will be uh, one, one life left. We'll all be singing. Yeah, we will sing together. What should we sing? Oh. What has Ooh. three people? Weren't we going to work on Nine flip on reverse? One. Yeah, let's definitely do that. Let's do that. What should we dress as to do flip reverse? It's got to be two people in a video game. Two. I mean, it could be Army of Two. It could be Gears of War. Yeah. And then I dressed up as Marcus Fenix. Yeah. And the other one. Yeah. Who's a bit like Marcus Fenix. Yeah. Didn't we kill him though by buying a T-shirt on Xbox Live? Oh, I remember doing that. That yeah. was sad. Uh, could be Mario and Luigi flip oh, reversing yeah. it. Mm. Mm. Did that on the cover of Edge once. Issue hundred. Really? Very embarrassing. Um, what else are we going to do? Oh, we're going to uh, exchange gifts. Oh, yeah, we? that's the that's the important thing. So if you Be are going to come to the One Life Left Christmas party, you have to remember to bring a video game, or more than one video game, um, and we are going to swap them all. Yeah, so yes, you just need to wrap it up and write down what format it is. Yes. What about um, yes. free online games? <laughs> How do we go about exchanging those? Right, when you give Christmas presents, do you usually pay for them or, or, or not? No? Not so much. Do you, like, do you, do you give sachets of tomato ketchup <laughs> then and like wrap that up and stuff? It is yeah. the thought that counts, Is it Simon? the thought? It is the thought. She's the, gone are... to McDonald's and picked up those sachets. <laughs> these are times of austerity, aren't they? Yeah. So you're going to be giving away free online games, yes. and and how do you propose to wrap that up? Well, that's what I was asking. How how? Well, it's we... not our problem, <laughs> is it? Am I going to have to give away my laptop? Yes. Oh, rubbish. And your login? No. No. I'll just give. A you can probably game. get a copy of FIFA '96 for fifty p from a charity shop. If that's all you've got, if that's what austerity has brought you, Anne, 
then that's what we'll have to live with. Everyone else, I expect, connect. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Still yeah, and uh, our connect and triplicate. triplicate yep. either. We've never had a bad time at the Christmas party, so we urge you to make the effort. Even if you don't know anybody in advance, you will leave with friends. Or yes. presents. And or- presents. Or presents. And potentially oh, and life partners. Yeah, life partners. Yeah. And, you know, it, so if you had to choose between friends and presents, and what would it be? Presents. <laughs> Explains so I a can lot. Give them away. Let's see. So thank you very much for listening to One Life Left today. Yep, we cheers. will not be back next week, but we will be back the week after for the last show of the year for our 2010 review. Uh, thank oh. you so much to all of our contributors, but mostly thank you to you. I've been Steve Curran. And you mean that, don't you? <laughs> you mean you. He's been Psychic Simon. <laughs> Scanters. Bye. You're listening to Resonance 104.4 FM. That was one life left coming now.